It's the True Penny Show with your host James True Penny. Hello and welcome to the True Penny Show. My name is James Trupe. This is my show, and I'm on my own today. Just got to point that out. Fortunately, my guests, which I uh, intended to have with me, couldn't make it today. So rather than not have a show, I'm going to do this one by myself. This is a time-sensitive show because it happened a week ago. On the 12th of November, it was DDT's ultimate party at Raigoku Sumo Hall in Tokyo, Japan. 4,785 people in attendance on an absolutely star-studded show. Um, And it was actually really good. Match quality, not necessarily great. (laughs) Though there were some really great matches on it. Um, but there was, like, not all the way through, but it was kind of like a really good um, DDT show uh, with some very emotional moments in it. Um, so let's get started on this. Uh, we start with Romance Dawn, Shota, and Soma Takayo. They defeated Antonio Honda and Masahiro Takanashi 7 minutes and 46 seconds for a KOD Tag Team Championship match. Um, as the commentary team, there was, there was a hell of a commentary team. Hiroyo Murato, Ken Kato, Kagehiro Osano, Taro Ashiwawa, Maruki Tanu, Taro Inada, Shunuma Katsumata, Ash, Crystal Kaori, and Hiroshi Arai. I think Ash Man, Crystal Kaori, and Hiroshi Arai were the ones who were on the English commentary. Now, the English commentary was a little bit chaotic because no one seemed to be a color man and no one seemed to be a play-by-play and everybody kind of announced over everybody else. But it was a lot of fun to listen to. And this opening match was a good example. As I said, normally we get like kind of a less serious match in the opener, so having a KOD title match was really fun. Antonio Honda is just ace being Antonio Honda. And this was kind of like the big, dumb match that you wanted to open the whole thing, really. Um, yeah, it was... It was um, it was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, just kind of like the big, kind of entertaining DDT match you kind of want on an occasion like this. So I thoroughly enjoyed that. Burning, Yusuke K. Okada, Yo Koroku defeated Damnation TA, Canon and MJ Paul. Damnation are back together again, by the way. Should I mention that? Because you may see me in Naruki Doi, Yukiya Uni, and Tony Kojima, and Yuki Ishida in a delayed entry tag team battle royal. So it was a battle royal, so over the top rope rules applied, but also pinfalls and submissions. So Yuya Kuroka pinned MJ Paul to knock out Damnation at 9 minutes. Oh, no, sorry, the wrong way around. Start the beginning. Naruki Doi pins Uni at 4 minutes 18 to knock out um, the first team. <laughs> um well, well, it was, well, that was the first team to get eliminated, but obviously they'd all been adding as they went along. MJ Paul pinned Toy Kojima, and then Yusuke Okado. Um, managed to knock Nuriki Doi over the top rope before Yuya Kuroku pinned MJ Paul to take the win. So Burning, who are Yuna Kayama stable, who, they they took the win. So that was interesting because that lines them up for Romance Dawn, I guess, for the next major event. Six-man tag from the TJPW crew. Yuki Arai, Shino Suzuki, and Meku Miyamoto went up against Daisy Monkey, Uesuendo, and Suzume, along with Wakana Uehara. 11 minutes and 15 seconds of just mental stuff. <laughs> you know, they just, they just they just go at it. That's that's what they do. It's always interesting to watch T- Tokyo Joshi Pro having a guest slot on a DDT show because they just try and steal the show. They just go hell for leather for as long as they possibly can. Um, and, yeah, no, it was just fun. It was just absolute fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Um, and can't say enough about it, really. Um, yeah, it was it was just good. Um, just fun. No, obviously not going to... Just a fun wrestling match with a lot of back and forth, and it just doesn't really mean an awful lot in the greater scheme of things, but it doesn't mean it's a bad match, if you see what I mean. So, yeah, no, this was good. I enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, next up was... How can I put it? <laughs> this is interesting, because didn't get... Didn't get... Um, uh, not eligible for match guy because at least one worker in, in, in the match doesn't have a profile. Dansuki Dino, Super Sazadango at Machine, and Yoshihiko and Yoshitatsu defeated Ikito, Makato Oisho, Sanshiro Takagi, and Sinchiri Kawamatsu. Now here's the thing. Sinchiro Takagi is the owner of the company. And since the end of Pheromones, Dansuki Dino's been in a bit of a feud with the boss over his direction and all of the things he's done as a sex pest down the years. So this match was trying to make them feel guilty, uh, but essentially was trying to make them apologize for each other. It was an apology match. So um, at one point, Akito, Makato, Noishoi, and Takagi were just, and, and Kawamatsu were just going after Dino's emotions by saying, your dog is at home. If you just, like, you know, apologize, you can go back and look after your dog. <laughs> it's exactly the kind of silliness DDT is famous for, but deep on an emotional level, awesome. Just loved it. Just, just big, dumb wrestling match with a with a, a big, deep storyline and an intelligent story to tell. Um and, you know, there's a good wrestling involved, but big and dumb. Big, dumb DDT stuff. That's what you kind of pay up for. And this was this was a lot of fun for what it was. Actually enjoyed it. Um, even though it's perhaps not my thing. Um, next up was an intriguing matchup. Karishio Tokyo Japan, otherwise known as Ikimenjiro or Jiro Kurosayo, recently fresh off a WWE run for three years, Went up against Takeshi Masada, who is kind of like DDT's version of Kurishio Tokyo, uh, Japan. Kurishio Tokyo, Japan, still spoiling that jacket. Not going to wrestle without it. Um, I'm massively over. Wasn't a TDT, DDT guy. He was a Wrestle One guy and a New Japan, uh, Old Japan guy before he, he his last match in Japan was for DDT. Even though he seems like the quintessential DDT wrestler, he wasn't actually a DDT wrestler. So seeing him coming back, and he was mad over with the crowd. They loved him to bits. Um, Takeshi Misada as well. He had a great match in this, and there was a lot of back and forth about taking jackets off and stuff. Again, big dumb DDT match, but actual good wrestling content. Not going to be great, you know, because you know the neither of them are supposed to be great wrestlers. It's supposed to be about handsome battles and things like that. So I enjoyed it from that particular point of view. Next up was something a bit more meaty. Yun uh, Sato, Ray Sato, you know, my least favorite tag team in the world, tagging up with Toshiso, going up against Hiroshima, Yunakiyama, and Yuki Naya of uh, Burning. Um, so it's kind of Burning DDT against Voodoo Murders, which was kind of interesting to watch. Um, Yunakiyama, still the boss, still the man. This got 4.76, and a lot of that because we spent a lot of time with the Sato brothers. Leaning on people because that's what they do. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was it was all right. 
not going to tear them with M2 in it. It's not going to tear trees up, but perfectly fine. Didn't outstay its welcome. Not too long. Kind of, you know, did the thing. And you got to bear in mind, there were 16 matches on this card. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, 14 matches on this card. There's a lot of stuff to fit in. And a lot of it is very meaty as well. Like the next match, Daisuke Sasaki defeated Tetsuya Endo. 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Sasaki is, and Endo have been long-term tag team partners. And... Uh, since the end of Damnation, Endo was kind of recruited into Burning. And when Damnation was reforming, Sasaki was, hey, you know, it's not Damnation without you. Um, and there is um, a really cool history of these two wrestlers if you include it in, um, if you go look at it. Um, one of my mutual followers, um, Uh, yeah, one of my um, mutuals, which is uh, Sarah Kerchak, who is a mad fan <laughs> of, uh, of Daisuke Sasaki, as well as being an exceptional writer, um, and various other things that she does with her life. But she does love wrestling, and she's done um, uh, a full uh, history in Twitter, Twitter form of the story of Tetsu Uendo and Daisuke Sasaki. Uh, which is a really interesting region, sets you up for this match and gives you an awful lot of knowledge um, to understand how the whole of this works. And it was brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. And Endo is obviously, he's been kind of on a tear as the big fan favourite and no one expected Sasaki to win. So him getting a win in 14 minutes and 50 seconds in a really intense brawl in a vain event quality match was really impressive from him. And this was an impressive match of both of them. And it continues the long-time rival and long-time rivalry, and I, I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, absolutely, just awesome. It was great. And then we get to the emotionals. I have to say, very emotionals match, um, which came next, uh, which was the retirement match of Saki Akai. Uh, she was tagging with her eruption tag team partners Hideki Okatani and Yuki Sakaguchi and they went up against Kazuchiya Higuchi, Mayu Mashita and Niyamichi Marafuji in an absolutely brutal brawl eruption have arguably been the best six man tag teams of sorry, six person tag teams of the last decade um, they're run with the DDT six man titles which they still hold um, which obviously they will have to now relinquish with Akai's retirement, have been a highlight of DDT shows. Their tag team work has been absolutely stunning. And Akai doesn't really wrestle like a Joshi in that sense because she's taller than any of her teammates. She wrestles like the guys do, and it helps with their timing. Um, and she insisted on having a full-on match with Marufuji, Higuchi, and Yamashita, three of the biggest hitters in Japanese wrestling. 
And this match had so much, so much going on in it. You know, you had the career-long rivalry between Yamashita and Akai, who are good, close friends. You have the just the intensity of Murafuji, who said, do you want your last memory of a professional wrestling ring to be crawling away from it? You know, Marufuji was really going in. And what was amazing was watching Marufuji watching Yamashita laying kicks with such deep thuds and Marufuji nodding and smiling in approval. Just terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Higuchi hits like a sledgehammer. But then Okatani is a wonderfully brilliant technical wrestler and Higuchi kicks just as hard as Yamashita does. So it was just absolutely the best, the best match she could have and to finish it to finish her career with and then on top of that the lads kind of like see that it gets down to Yamashita and Akai and um, Marafuji and Suguchi look at each other and Suguchi says come on let them finish it and uh, Higuchi stops um, Higuchi stops um, Katani from interrupting as well and they all kind of just lay out and let them finish the match. And Yamashita pins Akai in the traditional manner to end an incredibly good career. And we then had the Ten Bell Salute and presentations from uh, Rini Yamashita, from GCW, from uh, Eroha, from Marvelous, um, from the boss of DDT, um, uh, Takagi. You know, I'm not sure he got his name right. Where is he? Do, do, do. Yeah, Takagi, Shinsiro Takagi, the boss of DDT. He was also the boss of Noah as well. And she offered her a job in the back, um, helping DDT grow as a company. Um, so she will be sticking around wrestling, even though she's not wrestling anymore. And that's amazing. Um, not always an offer that wrestlers get, but that's to do with her mind as a performer. She's, you know, she has been absolutely insane as a performer throughout her career. Uh, her level of work, both as uh, Saki Akai and Suki Bansaki and Saki Amiyakiyama and, and Saki Sama, all of the characters that she's had over the last 10 years have, has been amazing. She's, she has an incredible creative mind as a wrestler. And then the, she got tributes from everyone around the world in New Japan Pro Wrestling. She got tributes from Togi Makabe, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, she got tributes from the Noah guys, um, and she got even got a tribute from Shinsuke Nakamura from WWE, and that's just insane. That was just so cool, and that was the final one. And then, yeah, and then she took her ten balls from salute, took her flowers, which she deserves rightly, and retired. Oh, and then after all of that heaviness. <laughs> We get the DDT Iron Man heavyweight metal title match, dramatic dream round, let's have fun, what will happen fun death match between Kazuki Hirata and Hiromu Takahashi. Now the rules for this are that you have a five minute round of, or I think it's a three minute round, um, and each round is um, a different stipulation. But of course it's got to be fun. So... The first round was musical situation deathmatch, which meant you had to dance to a piece of music to continue wrestling, which Hiromo didn't get. He doesn't like dancing. So he would get a finishing maneuver on Hirata, and the referee won't count it because he hadn't done a dance move first. 
And then we had a two-on-one handicap match, and Yoshihiko was Hirata's tag team partner to wrestle. That's the the, the doll. <laughs> Yoshihiko, who tags with Hirata, who normally has been a lifelong career burden for Hirata. Um, so that didn't work. Um, then we had a blindfold bra match, which is does what it says. There's, you have a blindfold. You have to take off your opponent's bra. <laughs> and then you had a dancing death match, which involved having to dance to yell to get again get, get a pinfall. You had to dance your way through the match, which is which is as fun as it sounds. And then the fifth round, Hirata played his Joker, which meant he took over the match and got the choice and had a dancing death match. But Hiromu had been holding himself back, and decided that he could dance. Um and. He ended up pinning Hirata, which was pretty funny. And then, and then in the, then as they collapsed together on the floor after the match, after he delivered, I think it was Time Bomb Two. He accidentally dropped the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship belt on top of the DDT Iron Man Heavyweight belt, which meant the IWGP Heavyweight Championship belt, Heavy Junior Heavyweight Championship, was the new DDT Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Champion. And then Kazuki Hirata pinned the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title belt to take the DDT Iron Man Heavyweight Championship. If that makes sense. <laughs> um, and then Hiromu, who didn't really quite understand what was going on, had to kind of like pick himself up off the floor as Hirata and Hiromu danced their way out of the building. Next up, we had a no DQ match between Mao and Matt Cardona. For the DDT Universal Championship. Now, Cardona has been king of the indies for about two years now. And Delander is a wonderful addition as a heater since he lost Chelsea Green to the WWE. You know, can't help that when your wife goes off and works with somebody else, I suppose. But absolute blast to watch this match. Total, just ridiculous fun. Cardona's actually built for DDT in a really nice way. Because he's not a DDT-style wrestler, so therefore... Every time he does something, it kind of goes against the grain of what he's trying to do. And that's what makes it fun. And Mao is kind of the great guy to do that. An underdog wrestler, full-on babyface. Guy who wanted to be universal champion. Kind of focused himself on getting this championship shot. And then it's, it's Cardona. He's the guy he's going up against. And it was great. It was just the right run to have for Cardona at this time kind of gets him established as a foothold in Japan in a promotion that kind of gets what he's about, much more in a way than, say, the NWA has done. Um, and they can use him in a way that's much more successful. So that's that was great. And this was a great match to them to have. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And Mal makes a great universal champion. And I hope it kind of lifts and moves him forward. I believe he is... Uh, isn't he in... He's in the 37 community, yeah. Um, he's in the 37 Camino, which um, had a really good night, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but let's see, what was next? Speaking of 37 Camino, Camino, one person who's left, though he never really left, but since he's in AEW, I'm not sure whether he, he counts or not. He is Kenseki Takeshita, going up against Chris Jericho. In an absolute barn burner. Now, you may know that my positive, my opinion of Chris Jericho isn't great, given his politics, but also I have seen him wrestle so many, so many times. 
over the last 20 years, 30 years now, so I am kind of a bit sick of him. On the other hand, this is exactly the kind of match he should be having and exactly the kind of opponent he should be having it with in the right environment. I'm not as big a fan of his AEW stuff because it's kind of like his WWE stuff, but when he goes to Japan, he really lays it on thick, and he obviously likes Takeshita an awful lot, and this was the match that kind of pushed things further forward in that right direction for him. 23 minutes and 35 seconds, and they tore the house down. It's very reminiscent of the match he had uh, with Hiromu Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom a few years ago and the match he had with Omega, which kind of put Omega on the map. Um, and it was just a blast to watch. I thoroughly enjoyed this. And it's nice that AEW are ignoring their DDT talent swap. That you know They let Takeshita and Jericho go to DDT to have this semi-main event match. Um, obviously the main event is its current stars, but this is one of Jericho's best efforts this year. Um, better than the match he had with Will Ospreay by a long way, I think. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I didn't think I would thoroughly enjoy a Chris Merrick-Jericho match ever again. And this one was well worth it. Well worth the price of admission alone. Yuki Eno then, in the main event, defeated Chris Brooks for the DDT KOD Openweight Championship. Um, really interesting interview with Chris Brooks before this match, saying how he doesn't really feel himself to be the strongest champion. He always feels himself that he's going to you know, try his best for the fans of DDT. And he always wanted to represent TDT in the best way and his friendship with Eno and how much he loves DDT and wants to wrestle to be the best for DDT and it was really cool to see that kind of build up to this match where you've got two friends that love the company more than anything else and want to produce the best matches for the company and Brooks's run this year has been astounding. His run since he joined DDT has been ex exceptional his ability for his wrestling mind, his wrestling acumen, he is so important to DDT and his ability to wrestle in the DDT style and appreciate DDT at its core for what it is has helped the company no end, especially in this main event run that he's had as the KOD Openweight Champion. Um, Ueno is in the same kind of boat. He's a guy who's had the same kind of, you know, up, come, up bringing in the business and through DDT. But this match was breathtaking. Got to go see this. Absolutely have to go see this. This was exactly what a title change match should be about, a passing of the torch. And it's a shame Brooks hasn't kept the belt for longer. I would like to have seen him have a longer run. Not sure how many how many uh, titles. Or, do, 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 titles. I'm not sure how long he kept it for. Uh, 112s. Days, which isn't that long in the greater scheme of things, but he had he had four defenses with that belt. He defended defended against Sakiyaka Kirk and Hall, Shigehiro Iru in absolute barnstormer at uh, City General Gymnasium, and Yuji Hino again at Ryokukuyan when he took the belt. Um, he's only had it since July, so I'd like to have seen a title or a longer title one. But Yuno's an absolute belter of a champion. Um, so yeah. I am looking forward to seeing what Yuna does with that belt. Um, and Brooks is just outstanding. Tipton's finest. What can you say? I don't know what what he's going to do next. <laughs> um, but I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to Ueno's title run. So let's overall talk about the card. The card was 
not necessarily a great wrestling card, but you look at the way people react to it. Like, you look at the matches, the last three matches are great. And there's five matches on here scored eight or higher. Four matches on here that scored eight or higher. Five matches that scored seven or higher. But the actual overall show gets 8.67 because it's the total package of what DDT has to offer. Um, as as um, GM518 just says, the ratings I gave the matches individually don't jump off the page. The overall package, I had a good time. It succeeded in feeling like a huge show, not because of the runtime, but because of how everything was put together. And that's that's the whole point. It, it's, a, it's a show that's better than the sum of its parts, and the sum of its parts are exceptionally good. So I thoroughly enjoyed this card, and I hope you go enjoy it too. It's on Wrestle Universe. Wrestle Universe is free for the first 14 days. So you could watch this show for free, and a bunch of other stuff as well. And you don't just get DDT, you also get Nowhere and Tokyo Joshi Pro and Ghana Bray as well. Four companies for $7.99 a month. Can't go wrong, is all I'm saying. And that's the Troop in your show. You can find me, Sheriff Lone Star, on Twitter, and Sheriff Lone Star on Mastodon, Sheriff Lone Star TX on Instagram. You can find the show, Troop in your show, on Twitter. Troopany Show on Instagram, The Troopany Show on Facebook, and on Patreon, The Troopany Show. You can also find us on Discord as Troopany Show Podcast. I've had a blast doing this show because I really enjoyed this show. Hopefully next week we'll be back with a guest. I'm thinking it might be Marcus Green because there is a big Glate show on the 24th, which is Friday of this week, and there is already one Glate show up. So as is tradition, we do them in twos. So we should see some cool stuff coming up. There was a really big Glate show the other week. I can't wait to watch that. In the meantime, have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.